This is Pumpkin. And this is Peach. And welcome to the Pumpkin and Peach Podcast. Episode... 55? So close. 54. There you go. I didn't cheat this time. So, what'd you do this week? (laughs) Really? Uh, It's been such a long time. I've been going through the old episodes looking for something. Secret. Yeah. So, listening to all the old episodes and seeing how far we've come. Have we, have we, have, wow, have we come far? I, I guess not, as far as you're talking. Have we, have we, have we? Sorry. <laughs> when did we, did we, did we, did we? Uh, it, well, I only took some brief notes, because now I'm 131, but, uh, episode one we uh we talked about the delsey and we were really giving them some shit were we we really were we were like giving some like oh them fuckers like when we'd never well you'd been there i'd never been there i just heard things when we went like they searched our whole car like made us get out and like looked that, that was not the case. We talked about how much we wanted to try some Bishop Cider. Oh, and that happened. And it did. Eventually, it did happen. Um, oh, and it was so good. And remember our cider spotlight? Yes! Yes! <laughs> now we just talk about cider all the time. We can't really spotlight it because we just drink cider. Yeah. So that was eventually not going to work. But I was listening and I was like, oh, yeah. Cider spotlight. Notes on just the a little bit. At episode five, I gave up because I was just like, there's just. If I remember anything, I'll remember things. Uh, and we talked about the poor tour on the very first episode. Okay. Uh, episode three, um, I don't even remember. We talked about Delcy again for some reason. Because uh, well, that, that was our drive-in yeah, episode. Our so episode. I think we kind of like unjustly bashed them again. <laughs> and uh, we're like, those mother- it's not like the places we've been to. Well, it's They're not. so unfun. <laughs> Well, I mean, their website makes them sound very unfun. Yeah, but so I that's mean, on them. They're giving themselves a bad name. Uh, the billions and billions of times that I say you know, <laughs> which you I know. still do. I know you know. Uh, uh, if you know, you ours. know. Talk uh, about poor tour in episode five again, and the last cider fest oh, we had went me. to. But um, fun times. So, some sad news. This will be our last episode. Just kidding. Hit. What? <laughs> Did you really think anybody was going to be like, oh no! I, I don't know. I don't know people's reactions. I would be oh no. Um, yeah, because you fucking harassed me about this. I'm sorry. If you don't want to do it... I didn't say that. Sound like you just said it. No, I'm just tired. Anyway, we got some Eggo Pop-Tarts. They're delicious. Are you going to let me try one? Um, I don't know if I have any left. I think I have one package left. You fucking applesauce. Whatever, I bought them. You looked at all the flavors on the thing, and you saw them all, and when I said, oh, I want to try that one, you were like, ew, I don't I don't want to eat a whole one, because I feel like it would be very sweet. It's but delicious. I want to try... It tastes like a waffle. Like, um, with syrup. Like yeah, a maple-y... It's good. Um, but I usually eat, like, one a day for my first break, so, like, I have to, like, save the one and the second one in the package, and it usually gets all crumbly by the next day. 
because like it's getting all smushed around. You have the Pop Tart box. I don't know what happened to that. Oh. I don't know if they sell those anymore. Let me Amazon it. Um, yeah, do that. So yeah, I mean that would come in handy. Like that's exactly. I mean I bought it for that, and then I don't remember what I did with it. So. No, it's like boxes of Pop Tarts. Pop Tart. Well, Saver. Saver. No. Yeah, I guess they don't sell them anymore. Well, that was like in the uh, the grocery store they had that. Yeah. Um, the crisp apple Pop-Tarts are really delicious. Uh, mm. did I have some of those? Maybe. I don't know. Um, the, the peach ones, what was it? Peach, peach cobbler Pop-Tart, they're a new one too. They were delicious as well. We're big fans of Pop-Tarts over here. Yeah, I mean, I've been not eating Pop-Tarts for a while. These are the first ones I've bought in quite some time. Uh, oh, but yeah, ooh. Pop-Tarts are pretty good. The pumpkin pie ones. Really? Well, I like them. What did you do to me when we were first dating? I didn't do anything to you. It just happened to happen. So It's just Pop-Tarts, Michael. Yeah, you can get it for $10. Oh, that's not worth it. Yeah, I, got, I, I need to look. I'll find mine, because I know I... I've had it since... I think it was like, bought it for like three bucks. Yeah. I've had it since I, I've been working at the school, so I know that it's like around somewhere. Oh, they have a flip top one. That's uh, 12. Look at that. That one's probably better. Cause I think the other one just like stopped closing right because it kind of got crushed. Yeah. And didn't really like close. Oh man, they had like multiple ones. Well, the flip top one is it's probably where it's at. That sounds right. like it's a better deal. Well, I'll, I'll find you one. Um, so, we... No, no, no. We're going to talk about what you did to me with the I didn't do anything so to you. Jeff I gave you a Pop-Tart and it Jeff, just happened nah, to happen. No, 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 no. Jeff likes to shop at Big Lots. And, and I'm sorry. Have you never shopped at Big Lots? Have you never shopped at fucking uh, Ollie's? Okay, well, I didn't know that those stores didn't check dates. Like, didn't check expiration dates or Best Buy dates. So, Jeff had bought a bunch of the Pop-Tarts pumpkin pie and pumpkin pie flavor. But it doesn't even ones. matter, though. Because if they're Best Buy dates, like, yeah. nobody could ever see, hey, that was going to well, be a thing. I love those Pop-Tarts. They were, like, one of my favorite flavors. And Jeff was like, hey, do you want me to make you a Pop-Tart for breakfast? And I was like, yeah, sure. He was sweet, and he made me coffee and a Pop-Tart, and he toasted it because I like my Pop-Tarts toasted. And he brings it up to me, and right as I'm about to take a bite into it, you know what I see on top of this toasted pumpkin pie Pop-Tart? A toasted maggot. I don't even know if it was a maggot. It was some sort of bug. It was a maggot. I don't think it was a maggot. It wasn't rotting meat. They were Pop-Tarts, and it was past their Best Buy day, and not by much. So it's Best Buy, not Ugh. expiration. It was a fucking So I'm maggot. sorry, get over it. Like, and, shit happens. Like, how much, and because of that... Do you know how many bugs you eat I will everything? never be able to eat another pumpkin pie Pop-Tart because I have major ick when it comes to food. Well, you like, need to major get over ick. it. I can't. Like, I will never eat another egg roll. I will well, never eat another bowl of stupid. Raisin Bran. Well, no, stupid. like, once I have the ick for something, I can't get over it. It's Whatever my autism fish. and my ADHD. My neurodivergency. Your El Stupido Hedo. Yeah. That sounds that about too. right. I don't really know if I have autism or ADHD. TikTok no, would lead me got to believe. Stupidism and TikTok, that yeah. I do. 
that shows you. I've got a lot of like the people oh, that let have. Oh, let TikTok diagnose me. Well, I also took an autistic test, and that I scored. I don't know, high, low, whatever. I scored in like the you might want to talk to your doctor area, and it just it would explain a lot of things when I was younger. Because, you know, they don't like... Back in the late 80s, early 90s, that wasn't really a thing. And, like, diagnosing girls with ADHD is, like, very uncommon because it presents differently in females than it does males. And I was the talkative child that could not sit still. And, you know, that's one of the ways it presents in girls. It probably also presented in all the ways that you can't be fucking quiet on the podcast. That was another thing. All your jingle jangly bracelets, you shoving ice around in your Yeti to pick the perfect piece so then you could then chomp on it in the microphone. Hearing that, (laughs) hearing your bracelets jingle jangle against each other, against your Yeti. Like, I don't wear filing your nails. (laughs) <laughs> like, you do so many fucking annoying things. I'm giving the people some ASMR. That's not what they're tuning in for. And if they are, they're tuning into the wrong thing. Because, I, I, when again, listening back, I was just like, holy fuck. This yeah, bitch is annoying. He texts me throughout the day while he's listening. And he's like, you're doing this. You're doing that. Oh, we're funny. Oh, you're cute. Yeah, well, th- that those parts are not cute or funny. So, we're looking for something specific. Um, when we find it, or if we find it, or if we don't find it, we'll, we'll let you know. Um, we're going to let them know what? I don't know. Maybe we'll tell them what it is. Why would we be ser- secretly searching for it and then tell everybody what it is? I don't know. To see if I did it or not. It's something that I did. This one would be, it would be very stupid to do that. <laughs> okay, Winky. you're a jerk um but where how many episodes have you listened to i don't know we were each taking shifts so i took the odd ones and you took the even ones yeah i'm up to episode 31 i've listened to two so far (laughs) because i have a lot less time i have a lot of time at work to listen to things even though i'm not supposed to be but uh i've got a lot of time to do so yeah, so I, I listen to him on my drive home because it's about 45 minutes and um, I can't listen. Well, can you listen to him on your I'm way in? choosing to not listen to him on the way in because there, there's a morning show I like listening yeah, to. Yeah, but you don't get to listen to the whole thing, so what does it even matter? No, but like the part that I do listen to is normally pretty good because they do the birthdays and the stupid question and then they go into their first topic and sometimes they talk to people. Well, you could have done it on Monday. That was the best of. I wondered, because I was you listening listened to, to it. it. You didn't even realize? No, because I guess in the time that I was listening, it was just one segment. Well, Sometimes the segments are long. when I came on, and it was like... I wonder why it was the best of. I don't know. They never talked about it. I guess they just... Maybe they said something about it on Friday. I didn't listen to that whole episode, because I have off on Fridays. And sometimes I don't listen to the episode. And I had started the podcast, but I never got through the whole thing. So maybe they said at some point through it that they were going to be taking a long weekend. I don't know. I figured they would have been taking a long weekend this weekend. I'm sure maybe they'll because be Because of 4th of July. Maybe someone was sick. Oh, I didn't say it. And everybody was there on Tuesday, so. Hmm. Um, Who knows? 
But, I was um, hoping it wasn't going to be a whole week. Yes, I was worried uh, about that, too. I was like, oh, I hope this isn't a best of. I hope they're not off the whole week because of 4th of July, well, which is possible next weekend. We, we're oh, talking about the Preston and Steve morning show on uh, 93, WMMR 93.3, or however you say it, 93.3 WMMR. Um, they're local to Philly, and we get it in New Jersey, and they're in Delaware, and... Well, as far as the areas. signal reaches, and yeah. they have a they podcast the mm-hmm. every episode. So even if you can't listen live, um, the main people are Preston and Steve, obviously, and then Casey and Kathy, Nick and Marissa, and their dynamic is just very good. They're all very funny in their own way. Like well, they've been together for twenty five years. Preston and um, Steve, not everyone. Yeah, but I mean, slowly building. You know, yeah. the show's been around. They started on uh, WDRE. WDRE, and they were on Y100, also out of Philadelphia. Um, and then they became to MMR in about 2005, I believe, was their first uh, year there. So they've been at WMMR for quite a few years now. Um, yeah, and like Jeff turned me, like I had heard of them back when they were on Y100. But the only morning show I listened to then was um, Q102 Elvis Duran. Uh, or no, it wasn't Elvis. Maybe it was. I'm pretty sure that you had mentioned that name before. He's who I used to listen to when I worked at Wawa. And again, I would take, I would drive home from Marlton when I worked the overnight shift in the morning. So I would listen to the morning show. And Jeff was like, oh, you should try listening to the morning show I listened to. And I switched over. And every once in a while, I would go back to Elvis Duran, but I haven't listened to him in a very long time. Yeah, I've been listening to them for years and years and years, um, as far back as I can remember, and uh, they've just been just a good show to listen to, and they're funny people, they're fun people. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't do a lot of stuff anymore that I wish they would still do, and I think maybe it's because... I guess either they've just, you know, gotten to the point in their lives where, like, we're not going to do that anymore, or maybe the company, because the radio station has switched companies. They did, uh, got sold to another company. Maybe the company was like, hey, you guys can't do that anymore. I really wish they would do Drunk Days again, because <laughs> those are really fun. I mean, I know Casey wouldn't do it because he doesn't drink anymore, but... But Steve doesn't drink either. Yeah, so, I mean, they could still have other people do it. Yeah. Um... And that's like every, I believe it was every July, around July 4th, they would do it as like a public service announcement. They would say like, this is what happens when you drink too much. And two of the members of the show would just sit there and drink all morning. And they would have them do like games and contests and stuff and uh, do stuff while they were like, you know, slowly getting drunk during the morning. And it was just fun, you know, and, and, and kind of ridiculous at some times, but, uh, They've done a lot of crazy stuff over the years. They've, uh, they do blood drives, they do food drives, they do a lot of good stuff for the community. Um, yeah, they have, like, mixers and fun nights out, and they do, um, uh, the Cardboard Classic, which is in the Poconos in Pennsylvania, and people construct these awesome sleds out of cardboard, and they go down and like yeah. that doesn't sound like it it would be entertaining but oh, it it's is. fun i've always wanted to go to one like in person i've never been to one in person i've been to uh some of their events i've been to a blood drive i've been 
to uh, one of their St. Pat. They used to use St. Patrick's Day broadcasts from uh, certain bars. There was one called Finnegan's Wake in Philadelphia. That's not there anymore. Um, we went Christmas caroling with them one year in the mm-hmm. Oxford Valley Mall. I'm all over in Pennsylvania. It's not too far away. Uh, I've gone to their camp out for hunger a bunch of times. Uh, I've been actually been in studio. I was on on radio with them because they do this thing every Tuesday called Tattoos Day, and they it started where you would have they would have people come into the studio and get tattooed for free, uh, but it just had to have something to do with them. Uh, big or small or as much to do with them or a little bit to do with them you know some people would get like take the opportunity to get like some big complicated piece done and then have like a little pns put somewhere on it like that was kind of a cop out in my in my eyes but um it really should have had to have something to do with the show well Preston like, and Steve, P&S, no, no, like, no, like actually something to do with the show. Well, I mean, they just said, hey, it just has to have incorporating us somehow. They didn't really, you know. Uh, so you would, the, the, the list for it got super long and like it was really hard to get in and, and be able to do it. And I had had my name on the list along with an ex-girlfriend of mine. And one of, Casey, one of the show members, he would go into the place where my ex-girlfriend worked, and it just so came together one time where somebody had canceled last minute. He was in the, the bakery where she worked. He was talking to her, or she was talking to him, and then he we got bumped up on the list. Like, he's like, oh, well, somebody just canceled last minute. You guys can come in. So, and that was in, back in 2007, and I uh, got to go in... And got my tattoo done. Um, mine is on my right forearm. It's a Preston and Steve kind of as zombies, with holding Casey's head in, in their hands, and they had ripped his head off. So um, I still I still listen to that episode every once in a while. You can podcast it back. I have like the file of it, and uh, I just sound like a real creeper on it. So, I listen to it every once in a while. But I, I remember the episode. I remember a lot of stuff they were talking about. Eli Roth was there that day as a guest in the studio. I got to meet him. He was there promoting Hostel 2. So, he was came in and talked to me a little bit while I was getting my tattoo done. You, they did it in the studio, like in their green room, like outside. And they would bring you in and talk to you at the end. They don't do it that way anymore. They just... Uh, pick people and they give them gift cards or gift certificates to go get a tattoo done still has to have something to do with them but i don't know what the ram i mean it was a lot cooler when i did it Mm -hmm. Uh, now it's just like oh you get picked you get a gift certificate you go to the tattoo studio and get it done there um that doesn't seem as cool uh but it is what it is uh they've always talked about like doing like a party for people who just for people who has a tattoo over the years there has to be like tons of people out there they've been doing it for years um and just having a party for all the people that have the tattoos but that hasn't you know happened yet so um yeah uh so there's that i don't know how we got on that subject of talking about Mm, i don't know but um there was something I was going to say. I can't remember it. 
Okay. Well. Oh, I don't know. Now back to you. Um. Mine's morning, my name on there. Morning show. Because I'm looking for a specific picture, and I'm having a very hard time finding it. Oh, is it important? Um, yes, to me it is. Oh. Um, it's a picture of us kissing. Oh. <laughs> and, um, we're out front of my mom's old apartment, and, um, I guess we went over with Killian, and I Maybe. have a purple shirt on. But why? Why are you looking for it? Because I want to post it for a reason and I can't find it. Oh well, maybe it doesn't exist. Maybe you just made it up in your head. No, it's right here. It's this album, which I'm not tagged in. There's the picture. Yeah, let's see this picture. Oh, I really like that shirt. I don't see it. Look how short my hair is. Nope, was. not in there. That's a purple shirt. But I don't see a picture of us kissing. Um, I know it exists. There's a picture of us standing oh. next to each other. You kissing me. Yeah, this is it. What do you want that picture for? You'll see. Just keep talking. Some kind of dumb nuts thing. Yes, hey, this some, is me kissing the guy that... Some dumb um, nuts thing. You know, it's stupid. Dumb nuts. You're, you are stupid. I will agree with that. Um, so what, what did you want to talk Peach, about? Uh, gave her phone number to some guy today. I most certainly did not. She did. I absolutely did not. She told me she didn't, but she lied about I it. I did not. Um, so I, I have a key fob to my car. I had two of them when I bought my car and the first one broke a couple of years ago. Mm, I don't know, maybe like four years ago, a while ago. And then I was using the backup one, and then that one broke, like, so it's a key fob key ring, and it, like, hooks, like, the part that is, like, the hole, I'm explaining this so poorly, yeah. the part that is the hole that hooks onto the actual key ring part came off, broke. So my friend Amy um, got me a key fob cover that had the hole so I could still put it on a keychain. It was like um, silicone or whatever. I never put it on the keychain because I didn't think that it was like sturdy enough that like I thought the key fob would just fall out. But since the key fob holder she got me was bright pink, I could find it a lot easier in my purse than the black key fob. Um, so yesterday night when I pulled up after work, um, I took my key out of my ignition and it broke. <laughs> um, so I called and asked. How convenient. <laughs> I called and asked them how much it would be and they told me and it wasn't near what I thought it was going to cost to get that replaced. Um, so they told me that they were open later tonight so I stopped in and got it replaced. How convenient. Later. Open later. <laughs> and the guy there um asked after everything was said and done and he gave me the key and the instructions how to program it and everything which was very simple he asked if he could get my phone number and I held up my hand and I said no I'm sorry I mean I'm actually engaged not that I would have given him my number anyway she did she gave him her number but I did not um and she was like oh he 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 most certainly didn't make that noise either mm -hmm. um yeah 
so. Yeah, but you're probably like Bruce Willis in Die Hard 2 where he like shows that girl behind the counter that he's like engaged or, or married and he's just like, mm, but if I wasn't. No, there was no but if I wasn't because not even if I wasn't, just no. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving along. Moving forward. I thought it was moving along. Moving your butt out to the street. Wow, you're so rude. So, it was Dumb Peach's birthday recently. Wow. This you're such an asshole. Jackass. He's been in a foul mood, and I wasn't going to tell him the story because he used to get really mad when people would ask for my number at Wawa. And um, so I really debated on not telling him. Then I was like, no, because I don't want to keep it from him. But you did keep it from me until you didn't. For but like did. 45 minutes. Uh-huh. So it was my birthday last Tuesday. This jackass. Stop being rude. Uh, it was Tuesday. I said that. Pretty sure you said Thursday. No, I said Tuesday. Uh, whatever day it was. Um, I became a year older. Yep. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, Jeff took me out for a delicious dinner. Yeah. Normally he takes me out to Joe's Crab Shack, but the past two years have kind of sucked. She didn't want to go there, and she kept saying about how... She wanted to go somewhere else, but she didn't know, and she couldn't figure out where the hell she wanted to go. So, we, our friends had gone to Crab Du Jour in Ewing. But your other friends had said that it sucked, so you didn't well, want to go there, because they said that. The one in, uh, the one in Cherry Hill could have sucked, like. Yeah, but again, these are the same people that like Crooked Marker. No, not and, the same people. Um. They probably do anyway, if they're not those people that actually told you to drink it. And, um, everybody's got different tastes, just because they thought it sucked. Well, they had said that the seafood tasted like it was, um, frozen. That's why they didn't like it. I don't eat seafood, seafood, so I don't know how you could taste if it was was frozen or not frozen. And who knows? Maybe it was frozen. They didn't say they were like, hey, we're going to fucking go out there and catch you a fucking uh, lobster or a fish. Like, I don't think it's fresh. I'm pretty sure it's frozen. It's not like they weren't picking lobsters out of a tank. They should. I want to have a lobster picked out of a tank. I've always wanted to do that. Go to the fucking supermarket then. You can do that. They don't have them anymore. Why not? I remember seeing them in there. Um, but anyway. Yes, anyway. <laughs> um, so we went to Crab Du Jour Ewing, and you get to, like, design your own, like, steam pot. Like, Joe's Crab Shack used to have, uh, I think it was a New England boil. And see, you were complaining on one of the earlier episodes, too, about that you didn't want to go to Joe's Crab Shack again, even way back then after your last time there last year. Because, mm-hmm. number one, you got sick afterwards. Yeah, I did. And two, or this maybe was the one, because they only had lobster tails. But that's what you got in this one, too. No, lobster claws. Oh, yeah. They you said tails claws. at first, and then you said claws at yeah. the second. You're like, oh, they only had claws in there. 
and you were like, oh, it tasted good. You got it lots did of taste, kale. Yeah, and it did taste good. You also then, said you didn't like potatoes or corn on the cob. Well, you liked your potatoes fried. You didn't like them boiled. And that you didn't like... And you didn't eat your corn on the cob this time. You wasted the corn on the cob. Yeah, because it messes with my teeth. You could have cut it off the cob. I didn't have a knife. You could have asked for a knife. Excuse me, miss. I need to take this off the cob. I'm Our old. waiter was a dude. I'm, I'm old. It's my birthday. I need to cut this off the cob. I was also very full at that point in time. And they did give me a free piece of cheesecake, which was really tasty. But, um... And Joe's Crab Shack used to give you the choice of boiled potatoes and corn or french fries and hush puppies. And I would always get the french fries and hush hush puppies because I like that better. Even though you didn't ask for it and then I got to eat it. Yeah. (laughs) But it had seafood juice in it, so that goes against Mm. everything that you always say. Your seafood juice... And then, uh. Um, you gotta be rude. But you like the potatoes this time. You ate oh, them. yeah, it was so tasty. So you get to pick what's in your. So Joe's Crab Shack used to do a New England, like, steam pot. And it had <laughs> lobster. Yeah, that's a New England steam pot if I ever saw it. It had lobster. That was my joke in the first one. And you're like, I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know what it means either. It just sounds like, that's a New England. It's like a sex position. I'm going to give him the old New England steam pot. It sounds like something to a poop. I wouldn't even go there. You're like foul. Like steam. What has what does steam have to do with poop? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reaching. But anyway, let me just get fucking through this. We're like 30 minutes in and we've not talked about anything of interest. Well, this podcast is like Seinfeld. It's a podcast about nothing. Huh? Oh, you never watched Seinfeld. No. See, in the in the show, they eventually pitch a show that's like the show they're actually on to NBC. They're like, "Oh, it's going to be a show about my life," and and they're like, "What's the show about?" And they're like, "It's about nothing. It's just about people living. It's about nothing." Okay, so Joe's Crab Shack back ha- to the has- old poop pot has different steam pots, and the one that I used to get was the New England one. And it was like a whole lobster, um, some sort of crab legs, um, shrimp, sausage, and then choose your potato, boiled or fried. And then the boiled potatoes came with corn, and the fried and the French fries came with hush puppies. And when COVID happened, um, they like down uh pared down their menu which you know that was understandable i was just happy that we got to go out to eat at a restaurant for my birthday that year um but the steam pot had gone up in price they didn't have you didn't get a whole lobster anymore they just had claws maybe during 2020 yes it it was it was june 2020 because i don't think we went oh maybe we did because i had gone back to work on the 15th and we went out for my birthday was that the time we ate outside yes yeah. Well, then what did we do last year? We went to Joe's Crab Shack and ate inside. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they didn't have lobster at all, or it was like one claw, or I don't, it was something very different in 2020. Um, the food was still good, though. I didn't get sick or anything, but last year when we went, they didn't have the, like, all the steam pots were different. The menu was very different. Everything had gone up in price because everything had. 
and everything tasted good while I was eating it. They and still then have I their small chicken strip basket. Don't you worry <laughs> about that. Yeah, because that's what Jeff gets when we go to places. Well, the one time I got the burger. Yeah. Um, but uh, the next day, I was so sick. Like, I couldn't even go to work. Like, I didn't go to work for two days. Had to call my doctor and get medicine. I had wicked food poisoning. And I did email Joe's Crab Shack, and I got some, like, stupid automated response back that was like, Oh, we're so sorry that you didn't enjoy your time here here's 15 percent off your next visit oh it's God, like that's not gonna be i got <laughs> i got food poisoning to the point that i had to miss like two or three days worth of work like 15 percent off of my next visit is not gonna cover that let us make it up to you here's 15 percent off your next visit yeah it was bullshit needless to say i was i told jeff i was like i don't want to go there again because of how sick didn't. i got no so went to crab du jour they have like I don't know like that's the crab of the day. <laughs> they have um, a bunch of different seafood options that you can put in your steam pot, and then you pick how you want it flavored. And uh, they do like garlic butter or Cajun or Old Bay or another choice maybe, and then you can make it really spicy. Um, I just did the garlic butter. And I told our waiter, I was like, I don't want it spicy at all. Cause like, I don't like spicy food and it was delicious. It was garlicky. It was buttery. The lobster was great. There were two lobster tails. Um, I got two lobster tails and what was it a pound or a half pound of shrimp, a half a pound of head off shrimp. Cause you get head on shrimp too. And that was cheaper. Cause you know, it's not prepared then, but, um, you get like mussels, clams, a uh, couple different types of crab legs. You get a whole lobster. You get just lobster claws. Like there were a lot of choices. I don't think I saw a whole lobster on there. Yeah, it was just market price. Um, but everything was really good. Their drinks weren't great, um, but they have happy hour from four to eight, so and that's pretty cool. You went on a Tuesday and early because mm-hmm. I had left work early. Yeah, he met me home when I got, like, he met me at home when I got home, which is, like, 45 minutes earlier than he normally is. And, uh, we had some drinks during the happy hour. You got a blue Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. I got a banana colada, which was really tasty. Uh, then you got a strawberry daiquiri. Mm-hmm. And I got, uh, Mai Tai, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And then I had a, a, a Henny Punch as well, when I had Hennessy in it. Um, so I had one more drink than she did, and the guy was like, well, what are we doing? And he goes, drinking, you drinking? And, like, and she's like, it's my birthday. And she's like, don't do anything. Yeah, I was like, I'm telling you this and asking you, please, do. I don't want anyone to sing at me. And he was like, really? We're doing so good. I guess it had been other people's birthdays. But it's like, I fucking hate that. And I specifically hate it because the very first time Jeff ever took me to Joe's Crab Shack for my birthday... Um, he told the waitress, even though I told him not to, and they have a thing where they don't sing happy birthday to you. They make you get up. They make you hold a salt and pepper shaker. They play a song and you have to shake your body. You have to shake everything but the salt and pepper shaker. It was very embarrassing. Um, yeah, my face turned very red. Jeff has pictures of it, which he will not post. Maybe I will. You will not. Maybe I will. You will not. Um, and they did bring her out a piece of cheesecake. Yeah, which that was nice, and I didn't expect them to do it. 
Um, and then I had found out one day during the week that a place near us, over in Pennsylvania, that we had went before, Bailey's Bar and Grill, there over in, um, I don't forget what it's actually categorized as, but over near, like, the Levittown area, um, we went there when they had Downey's Peach Mango on tap. And they had got, they also have, like, a, they're like a bar and a grill, but they also have, like, a small liquor store. It's just beer and, and stuff. I don't think they actually sell any hard stuff in there, but it's, like, a takeout uh, thing. And they, I followed them on Untapped, and uh, I was alerted to them getting in some new stuff, and they got in the Bishop Cider Texas Mosmosa. And I was like, oh, I gotta go get it. And, like, that's not one of the things that I can sit here and be like, I'm gonna wait until New Jersey gets it because Bishop isn't carried in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So if I'm getting it, I'm getting it in Pennsylvania no matter what. So I was like, I really want to try that one. They have it. I know it's there. I'm gonna go get it because there's no like, oh, I should wait for it because it's never coming here unless they come to New Jersey altogether. So I went and got it. Uh, I got a six pack of it. Um, like thirteen ninety nine for the six pack, which is a couple of dollars more expensive than it would have been here. But again, it's not going to be available here, so yeah, I had to really buy don't it. have a choice. Yeah, um, they. I had also gotten Nishamni Creek had put out a uh, a new beer called Summer Dollars. It's you know kind of a take on the Jaws thing. It's got like a animated picture of like or a cartoon picture on the front of it of like the mayor. And like the girl on the raft, and uh, like for like the, the billboard, there's a no swimming hazardous area beach closed sign on it. It's a sour ale with blood orange and sea salt. Now, we've talked about this before when we've had stuff with blood orange in it. I don't think we're really fans of blood orange. Yeah. It's got a weird taste because yes. even the hardball blood orange as good as it is it still has a funky taste and yes. it's the blood orange because of this this beer when i drank it tasted exactly like that taste that's in the hardball blood orange so it's it's the blood orange it's i don't know how to describe it it doesn't taste like an orange so it's a blood orange it's a little bit i don't know what how to describe it like bittery or maybe it's got like a weird it has a weird aftertaste, and, like, again, I say this all the time, like, oh, it's got a weird aftertaste, to the point, like, my friends are always like, you say everything has a weird aftertaste, because if it does, it does. The only thing I can liken it to, and it keeps sticking in my brain, and I don't even know if this is an accurate, accurate description of what I'm, I'm getting for the taste, it reminds me of, like, a cleaning product. I don't know, like... Oh, yeah, I could see that. Maybe, like, the smell, It's it tastes like how a cleaning product smells... Or it's got some sort of medicinal or... I don't know. It's got a weird taste. Um, so, I guess I just don't like blood orange. Because I, I drank this and I was like, nope, didn't really like that. It's got to be the blood orange. So, I gave that a three. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but I'm just not a big fan of the blood orange flavor. Um, and then the Texas Mosmosa gets a, a full five because it was delicious. Uh, I wish I could buy more of it. I mean, I can if I go back there, because it's the only place that I know of that carries it around here. But um, I really do want to get more of it. It's very delicious. It's got a very good uh, orange, like a regular orange flavor, citrus flavor, not blood orange. 
and uh, it's just very, very tasty. Uh, again, full five on that one. Good stuff. Um, we watched the um, Doritos and Stranger Things uh, concert live from the Upside Down. Um, they kind of maybe it didn't go the way they wanted it to go. So I think at first it was like you had to buy like a bag of Doritos and you had to like scan a code on it and like you register to get a ticket. But it just wound up being like on their YouTube page. So like I think anybody, if you just knew about it and went to the their page, you, you could have just watched it. You didn't really need to go through the whole process of like buying a bag and scanning a code. But um, so and it wasn't like it was live or anything. It was like pre-recorded. I don't know if it's still up because somebody had asked how if you didn't watch it live could you watch it afterwards and they said it was going to be up for a certain amount of time so i don't know if it's still up or how long it'll be up for but it was pretty cool um there's uh cory hart the go-go's soft cell and then some girl charlie xcx or x maybe yeah that's what it was is that like roman numerals where she's a number maybe i don't know so They they played and and it was pretty good. Uh, in between they had, uh, each one they had like spliced in like things like scenes from Stranger Things and like old commercials of like Doritos and old like old nostalgic. It's supposed to be from like '86. Uh, Doritos Music Fest that like never happened because like the back the acts disappeared and you know they're all on the upside down and perform there and stuff. It was pretty cool. Um. I found a really cool Stranger Things shirt at Walmart. It's a Funko shirt. It looks just like uh, from season four of the Hell Hellfire Club t-shirt, except for the devil face looks like a Funko Pop instead of the actual thing. Wait, I gotta tell people what you got me for my birthday. Well, what did I get you for your birthday? Um, so it's not like a thing. It's an experience. Um, it's Jeff an experience. <laughs> Uh, Jeff got us tickets to go see a classical music concert at the Laurel Hill Cemetery in October, and they're going. It's classical, like classical music, but they're going to be playing like Halloween and like spooky music. I thought it was already Kissing Day. I was like last week or something. Well, I just posted. Yeah, it was national. Maybe today's international. Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I just posted a picture, and um, I'll share it to our story, but if, you know, this is in, the picture would be shared in our present, and you'd be listening to it in the future, but it would really be in the past, the picture, but you know, maybe. Wrap your mind around that. <laughs> maybe I'll just uh, post a post, um, but it's going to be candlelit and um jeff got us like seats so we don't have to like sit on the ground or anything because i think there was like there was like lawn where you could like bring your own chair like a blanket or something and then there was like actual chair seats yeah so i'm super excited about that they have events at laurel hill cemetery all the time and jeff and i've gone there a couple of times and well quite a few times yeah just to have a picnic it's yeah. a very beautiful place it's very sprawling um they have a like a big section it's called like millionaires row where like a bunch of rich people are buried they're like giant mausoleums like uh structures and then just a lot of like 
famous people over the years, like just notable people, and it's very big. It's right on the river, um, and you can like go in there and have a picnic and stuff. Like they don't frown upon you coming in and just like enjoying the space, you know, making it something that's not, you know, I don't know, depressing. It's like go out and if it's a nice day, go out and enjoy the day and, and have a picnic and. You know, it's a good spot to just go and hang out. Yeah, and, um, oh, that's cool. Like, reverse the colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they do events there. Um, they have a macabre market, and, um, they, they do a whole bunch of stuff, and they're really cool. And there's, like, a walking tour that you can, like, a self-guided walking yeah. tour. We've done that. Um, I'm just hoping this thing is cool. It looked cool and it sounded cool, and I thought that she would enjoy it and that we both would enjoy it. So like, mm-hmm. we've never experienced this thing, and I, I, I'm pretty sure like I heard them like maybe they did it last year or something very similar, and we had saw it or talked about it briefly. So mm-hmm. when I saw it pop up, I was like, you know what? That that sounds like it would be fun. And it was in October, and you know the weather should be nice, nicer by then. Yeah. And uh, hopefully it's a, it's a nice night. I got like a, a late one, so it definitely would be dark by then. So we'd be able to enjoy the like atmosphere. the candlelit yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. But, so yeah, that's what I got Peach for her birthday. Yes, and I'm very excited about it. A bunch of my friends from work got me presents, and uh, my best friend Amy. She uh, crocheted me a spiderweb blanket, and it's hot pink and black and sparkly silver, and it's beautiful. And she got me a whole bunch of other stuff, too, because we do that for each other for birthdays. But the blanket, like, I had, I had told her that I wanted one because she made one in red and blue for her grandson. And I was like, oh, I really want one in pink and black, wink, wink. And she never really said that she was going to do it. But then she texts me and she's like, I sent you something. Let me know when it gets there. And I saw the blanket as soon as I opened the box. And it's beautiful. Um, yeah. So where were you? Where were you at? What were you talking about? The shirt I got. Oh, yeah. The Hellfire shirt. The Hellfire Which, Club t-shirt. Jeff is not one for like long sleeves or three-quarter length sleeves or anything like that. So when he came home wearing that, I was like, oh. Well, I didn't come home wearing it. Oh, excuse me. Well, when you put it on. Um, that's initially why I put it down in the first place. Because I had, I had it in my hand weeks ago. I had gone to that Walmart and I saw it on the shelf it was just randomly there in a section where like it normally something like that wouldn't be there wasn't anything else like it there wasn't any other ones it was in my size so i was like you know what this is weird and random i'll just you know i'll get this and then i walked up to the register and i talked myself out of it and i put it down like right near the register behind some like muffins or cookies or something and I was like, you know what? I don't need it. And at that point, like, we hadn't even watched the fourth season yet. I didn't even know what the shirt really had to do with. But I was like, it's a pretty cool looking shirt. But again, like I said, I talked myself out of it. So then we had recently just gotten into watching into the fourth season. And I was like, oh, yeah, now it makes sense. And then I was going to that Walmart. And I was like, I wonder if I can still find it, if it's still there. 
because everywhere else is it like they were out of stock of it like it wasn't available anywhere and I was like well I had one in my hands and I let it go so hopefully I can find it so I went in there and it's like I said this is a couple weeks after the fact so I was like well I'll look where I last left it because sometimes you know people can be lazy and I've I've gone into stores before where I've put stuff down and I've walked in like the next day or maybe the next couple days after or the end of the week and like it's it was still in the spot like nobody put it back and I'm like man people really aren't up with doing their jobs um so I walked in wasn't where I left it it wasn't where I initially found it so I was just like you know what maybe it's back with the collectible stuff because that's where I thought it should have been in the first place and I walked back there, and there it was, just sitting on the shelf. Somebody had put it back there. Same same shirt, same box, same size. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get it, you know? This is fate that I put it down, and I came back, and it's still here weeks later. And nobody had bought it, so and there wasn't any other ones. And everywhere else was out of it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get it. And then I did. I got it. The end. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, and then last Friday, we went... Was it Friday or was it Saturday? Saturday. Was it Saturday? Oh, no. Friday, we went to the drive and That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Friday, but I was wondering why it was Friday because... Because I had in service. Yeah. You and were we off. were going to go swimming, but we didn't. Yes, because... Because you were like, oh, it's going to be shitty weather. Yeah, because when I woke up, it was super overcast, and I had in-service because our school's last day for the school year was the um, Thursday before, was that the 24th or the 23rd? And graduation was that Friday, um, and summer camp... Friday was the 24th. Okay, so the last day of school was the 23rd, the Thursday, and... um, the pre-k had their graduation and we all the rest of the teachers had in service and uh i had texted jeff because he was supposed to drive me into work but he was still sleeping when i when i got up so and she I was just like, peaced out on me and like tried i was to like it's out overcast the, the weather says that it's not supposed to clear up it's like who wants to go swimming when it's overcast and gross out so as soon as she left i was like i texted her i'm like are we not doing the plan she's like no it's gonna let you sleep and it's not nice out it's not swimming weather and i'm like it's supposed to be nice today um, so by like, I don't know, nine thirty nine forty five, I was well, well over halfway done with my classroom cause I got there at seven and me and my assistant had been like busting our butts all week to try and get everything done. So all we had to do was really clean on Friday. Um, and I text Jeff, I was like, Oh, you were right. It's like super sunny here and super clear. It would have been like perfect weather for it. And he's like, I told you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I'm going to be out of here soon. Like, I'm almost done my room. Like, I can totally, like, get home and we can still go down. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, what about your staff meeting? Because every in-service day we have a staff meeting. Well, no, that wasn't it. Because when you first said that it was not going to be nice out, you said, we'll just go swimming tomorrow. And then when you said, oh, you were right. It cleared up. We can still do it. And I was like, no, we already decided we're going to do it tomorrow. Let's just stick with that because that's what we've already planned on doing. And then you said you were going to leave and that you weren't going to give a fuck about the staff meeting. 
Yeah, but then I got told that I had to give a fuck that I had to stay, that the staff meeting was mandatory, which really pisses me off, and it pissed a whole bunch of other people off, because this one fucking cunt at my job, Rebecca, decided... Yeah, Rebecca! ...decided that she didn't even want to show up for in-service, the only fucking person in the building that didn't show up. And what happened to her? Asshole. What do you think happened to her? Nothing. That's why you should have been like, yo, fuck you and your mandatory staff meeting, because nothing happened to this bitch that didn't show up, so nothing's gonna happen to me when I walk out of here, right? Yeah. Well, I stayed, and the staff meeting, I guess, was informative or whatever. Was it informative? Or whatever. Um, Some more whatever than informative. Yeah. So I, uh, I think I stopped at Starbucks and got a coffee. Maybe I got a no. I got a coffee on my way in. But um, so I was there until twelve thirty, and then I was driving home, and. There was a bit of talk about back and forth about going um, to drive-in to Delcy because we, even though we've talked shit about... Stop! Stop poking your freckle. It's annoying. Sorry. (laughs) Even though we've um, talked shit about Delcy drive-in in the past, like... We still had to cross them off the list. I'm watching you. <laughs> we still Sit had... on your hands. No. We still had to cross them off the list. And they had a double feature this past weekend of Jurassic World and then Top Gun. So we're like, well, we want to see both those movies. It's not that far away. We got to cross it we off the list. We have to cross it off our list. Like, we weren't really up for, like, a super long drive. We weren't. We didn't want to have to, like, go spend the night in a hotel somewhere to see this and like everywhere was playing this double feature almost so we just were like all right we're gonna do it jeff and i went back and forth of the rules and you we've said before like they require an outside food pass it costs twenty dollars to get this pass yeah and you can bring in whatever you still are not allowed to bring in alcohol they are like very clear about that and if they see you drinking and see that you're intoxicated or even appear to be intoxicated, they'll call the police on you, and that's what it says on the, um, the website. The outside food pass doesn't seem to make sense to me, because it's like, okay, you're gonna buy the stuff that you're bringing in, and then you're paying $20 on top of that to bring it in. I mean, unless you've got, like, a car full of kids, and you bought some cheap stuff for them to eat, you paying 20 bucks, I guess, is cheaper and saves you money. But if you're just, like, two people... And you bought, you know, you brought some snacks or, like, a hoagie or something. And, you, you know, brought some cheap stuff. For you to come in and be like, oh, I'm going to pay $20 just to bring this in. It doesn't really seem to be economical. Now, we got there. We were the second car in line. We got in. Got a really yeah, good well, spot. Yeah, we bought our tickets online. So I think you have to yeah, buy them. Yeah, you have to buy them online. Online. They're still doing online concession sales. Like, you go pick it up in person, but you have to buy the stuff online. Which, like, they don't charge you a convenience fee to buy the snacks or anything like that, Mm -hmm. which is nice. But they did charge a fee for the tickets. Yeah, but it was very small. And the only thing that I would have made it, like, the only thing I didn't care about, like, when we bought the tickets for Horace Driving when we went there, I didn't mind paying the convenience fee because it was actually more convenient because you got to pick the spot beforehand yeah you were guaranteed your yeah. spot so you didn't have to like get there early and line up and be like oh i want to get inside and get a good spot like you knew where you were parking which i wish more places more drive-ins were like that 
I mean, I guess some people would say, oh, that takes away from the nostalgic of it. Like, you gotta get there, and you gotta, you gotta get in line. Like, that's just how it works, but, like, I mean... And I think it's easier with horrors because they are on blacktop, so, like, they can number, like, if, like, places like Shankweilers or, like, the Mahoning, like, they'd be fighting the grass. They'd have to be spray-painting constantly. It wouldn't work for them, but if it they're on a blacktop, then it makes sense. And like the Mahoning doesn't have poles Mm-mm. anymore; like it's no. just an open like spot, so yeah. you can tell where you can park. But they don't have poles to park mm-hmm. next to. So uh, we got there. Uh, well, we left here Sweet. early, and we stopped by Axe and Arrow because there's some stuff that I wanted to try. Peach sat in the car like she does. Yeah, because I didn't want to hear you complain the entire time. You looked bored. But there was nobody in there. Uh, I drank six different things that I will talk about on a pumpkin beer patch if I ever do one again. It's got so much fucking stuff to talk about if I do another one. It'd be like an extra long one. Um, but we were done there. I stopped and got something from McDonald's. Peach said she wasn't hungry. But then after I ate my McDonald's and we got there, Peach was hungry. Um, so we got, we were in line and then like when we got up to the, when they check your tickets or they scan your phone, they scan the code, the QR code, they just ask, Oh, do you have an outside food pass or do you need one? Are you bringing in anything from outside? And we just said no. And that was it. Like they took our word for it. We didn't bring anything in. Um, so we were being honest, mm-hmm. but I mean, they didn't like search your car. Like we had bad mouthing before. Like they weren't like Nazis they didn't like, you know, okay, get out, let us search your car. They were just like, okay, you, we asked, you told us, we believe you, have a nice night. So that was our misconception, or even if it had been like that before, it wasn't like that for us this yeah. time. Yeah, when I had gone before, back in like uh, 2006, like they did like open the trunk, let, like step out let me look in the thing and I don't like in your car and I don't know if maybe they were having issues back at that time or the fact that Jeff and I are older now we and look responsible and back then it was three teenage girls coming in like and it pissed me off back then because I was pregnant and they made me get rid of a water bottle yeah that's the only thing I don't agree with like yes you can tell me don't bring in alcohol don't bring in food but water is a basic human necessity. People need water. You shouldn't be forcing them to buy your water for whatever price you're selling it. And you shouldn't force them to buy whatever brand of water you have because water tastes different to everybody. And like Dasani or Aquafina, that stuff tastes like shit. Yeah, they sell boxed water. And I don't know if oh, you've ever had that, but no. I haven't. I don't like it. It's got a weird yeah. taste to so it. So, like, that's what I don't agree with. Let people bring in their own water. That's not a big deal. And, like, seriously, we both have refillable, like, metal water bottles that keep our waters cold. Yeah. Um, I would be happy to open that and be like, yes, it's water. I'm not sneaking in alcohol. Like, it yeah. is just water. I'll pour a little bit out into a little cup. You can taste it. Like, it's water. Yeah. Like, it's not, it doesn't have a magic compartment where, like, I'm turning water into fucking beer. Yeah, like, like, it's just water, and, like, that's a basic human need. I don't think that they should be able to tell you that you can't bring it in or charge you $20. Like, we had every, like, full intention of patronizing, is that the right word? Yeah. Patronizing their snack bar. Yeah. So, that's the only thing I don't agree with, bringing in water. And that should be any place. And, like, places that say you can't bring in water, that really turns me off to them. Like, 
what was it recently? Months ago when I went to Bonesaw. Good beers, friendly place, but they also had a thing saying you couldn't bring in water either. And again, I don't know. Like, I always bring in, whenever I go to, we go to like cider houses or breweries or wherever I go to breweries by myself, I always bring in my water bottle and I've never been given any crap about it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've always drink it off because, again, it's better than trying to ask them for water if they don't have water or me being like, hey, I need to be, like, because that's just responsible to, like, keep yourself hydrated while you're drinking. Mm-hmm. And, like, to cleanse your palate sometimes when you're tasting different stuff. Yeah. Like, between drinks. So, I've never and, you been. you know, we need water. You're supposed to drink a lot of water. We, as a um, group, yeah, are always, hi- are always dehydrated. I, I drink as much as I can tolerate. Um. But, so yeah, we don't agree with the, you should let people bring in their own water. Um, so, we went in, we got a good spot. Um, the people that worked there, they just came up and said, hey, you know, look, you look perfect. The guy said he liked my license plate, liked my stickers. Um, he's just like, I just need you to pull up and, like, get his, your front tires close to that Polish king. So, I don't know how many people we're going to have in here tonight. They have two screens. So, they were showing... But we were watching on the one screen, uh, Jurassic World and Top Gun. On the other screen, they were showing Elvis and some other movie called The Abandoned or something. I don't know what that's about. But, uh, so yeah, we went there to see that. We got our spot. We ordered stuff uh, from the concession stand. Peach did that through the Just app. Just a bunch of absolute junk, but yeah. it was tasty. An apple cider milkshake, which was tasty. It was really good. Uh, she got a big bucket of popcorn. Which she should not have gotten because it just caused problems like popcorn always does. Um, onion rings and mozzarella sticks. They had like burgers and hot dogs and pierogies and fried pickles and soft serve ice cream and yeah. sundaes and all the candy you could think of. Some of and it was nachos. a little bit pricey. Oh, it was totally pricey. For, like, as compared to other drive-ins we've been into yeah. as well. Like, it seemed like a little bit more expensive. Yeah, they had, like, pizzas, and you could get different toppings on the pizza, and they had chili and soup. Like, it, they had a lot of food And, like, you'd want to be from. having the soup on a nice hot day well, I guess, at the drive-in. Like, I mean, that would be good. In the cooler weather. Yeah, that would be perfect. And, like, Hitting I... Hitting up with some super chili for then. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was cool that they had milkshakes and soft-serve ice cream. I was like, oh, that's something we've never seen before. Like, as other places will have, like, the novelty, like, drumsticks or, um, like... Give us money. <laughs> or, um, like, bomb pop, stuff like that. Like, I, uh, like Jack and Jill ice cream man stuff. Man but, stuff. No, like, the Jack and... Ice cream man, man stuff. Man balls. Stop. Jeez, he hasn't done that for a while, and I'm very appreciative of it. Lunchbox. Stop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, we got food. I think, like, everything, it was, like, roughly around, like, $23. No, you said it was, like, 30-something. No, it wasn't that much. That's what you told me. Nuh-uh. Because it was less than the tickets. Somebody lied. Nuh-uh. Man. But, um... They did have a pumpkin pie milkshake, too, and I was torn between that or the apple cider, but I don't know. Maybe we'll go back. But she was like, you pick it up. So, like, when they send you a text saying your stuff's ready, that's when you go over and pick it up. And I'm like, is it going to be, like, how much stuff did you get? Like, am I going to be able to carry it? She's like, yeah. And they gave it to me, and it was quite a bit of stuff. 
and I didn't want to drop it. And it was quite a bit of a walk between there and the car, so I was like, this bitch <laughs> said it was going to be fine. I don't want to drop anything. So uh, maybe she should have came over to, you know, yeah, help me. But um, we got all comfy, and the movie started way no, later than it was supposed to. It did. That's true. But they had... This is another thing I didn't like about them. They had a little... I don't know what you would call it. PSA or whatever about how drive-in movie theaters, you know, there was once so many and now there's so few. And you know why that is? Because you don't give us cash. Because they really were trying to make pulling your heartstrings and make you feel bad. Like, oh, well, what you pay for the ticket doesn't really go to us. You know, it goes to the big movie corporate, the big bad movie corporations because we have to pay to show the movies. Where we really make the money is the concession stand. So give us cash. Like, they really were, like, making you feel bad. Yeah, like, more so than... I've never seen... We've never seen that. And, like, yes, yeah. and again, we haven't been to... We've been to five different movie drive-in movies, and that's probably a lot more than most people. Um, I've never seen another thing like that at any other drive-in. Like, yes, you hear those things all the time, and for even regular movie theaters, like, they're always like, hey, you make the money in concessions. And I get it, but like you know, how, like we we bought your concessions, and most people buy your, like don't make me feel bad. Like I'm here to have a fun time. Yeah, they like laid it on thick. Like you'd hear that in the arms of the day. Yeah, like, like that you're watching song. Fucking donate to the ASPCA. Yeah, fucking like, sad ass dog puppy eyes. Yes, that's exactly what it was behind the fucking <laughs> drive steering wheel. Like, oh, you're at the drive-in. Be sad. Give us cash. Yes, and like, it, it was it was bad. Like showing you like old deserted ass drive-ins that are now closed. Like if you and, don't keep giving us money at our concession stand, this will happen to us. And we've been to other drive-ins, four other ones, and I know that's not a lot in the grand scheme of things. There used to be thousands, and now there's three hundred. That's probably more than a majority of people yeah. in the country. And we've been to some of them a lot. Yeah. Like, we've been to Shankweiler's and the Mahoning a lot. And Shankweiler's specifically, like, they are the second, like, now they are the oldest because uh, in operation, because they were the second oldest, but then once the one in New Jersey wasn't around anymore, they've been around for so long, and they let you bring in anything you want. They don't have any rules. Like, they have their concession stand. They're cool with alcohol. They just ask no glass. There is a pizza place that's in walking distance, and they yeah. let you bring in pizza. They let you get food delivered to, Unless like, the entrance. they've changed the rules, and I keep wanting to go on their site just to make sure we're not talking out of our asses. But as far as we knew, when we looked, when we first went, we just haven't, like, gone back to look at the rules because we're like, hey, we, they didn't change. They're okay with you bringing in anything. And they've been surviving all this time. Yeah, and, you like, know. they're smaller. They have one screen. They don't have a lot of, of parking spots. Like, they are a much smaller yeah. drive-in. And it's like, if they're making it work, and they're showing all the Marvel movies and all, like, the box office, like, heavy hitters, and they're doing good then I don't understand why other drive-ins aren't. Yeah, and, like, you can, like, mention it here and there, like, hey, make sure you, because of this, but you don't need to do, like, a whole big make-you-feel-bad PSA about it. Like, like, I don't know if it's the guy that owns Shankweiler's or who he is. Maybe he just works there. 
but the guy in between, like, before the movies and in between the movies, he'll, he gets on, he's like, make sure to visit our refreshment stand, like, and he just, he puts it out there, and it's like, you know, I don't know if you're like me, but, like, I love the smell of popcorn, I love getting popcorn at the movie theater, and, like, just smelling that is enough to be like, okay, yeah, I'm sold. Like, I, I want some popcorn. And it's not like in a movie theater where once you leave the lobby, that smell's not really that strong. Like, if you're anywhere even remotely near the snack stand, the concession stand, you're smelling that. And it's just a very strong scent. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at Shankweiler's Q&A section on their thing. There's nothing here that says anything about you can't bring in. It just says you can't grill or cook on open fires. You can't, like, sit on top of your car. And no glass bottles or containers of any kind. So there's nothing about, like, not bringing in alcohol, not bringing in outside food. So. Yeah. Um, it, it was just they lay, laid it on a little too thick for our taste. Yeah. But, you know, if that's how they want to push it, then that's on them. Yeah. I mean... And here's another thing. And we taught, we highly encourage you to check out a drive-in if there's one near you. Or if you can get to one that's not too far. But y'all motherfuckers need to read the rules yourselves before you come to a drive-in so you know how to act. Mm-hmm. How you don't... Know how to... Know how the headlights work on your car. Know how to turn them off. Know how to whatever. Because you're... That there's rules about lights out. And if you leave, you can only use your parking lights to get out until you're out away from the screens. People are leaving, they're turning their lights on constantly, not knowing how they turned off, just leaving them on. Like, read the rules and be considerate. Like, don't come to a drive-in if you're going to ruin the experience for everybody else. Because mm-hmm. there is nothing worse than in a scene in the movie, giant-ass headlights being on the screen and it washing the screen out and you missing what's going on. Yeah. Obviously, you're still going to be able to hear it because you're hearing that through your car or your radio yeah. or whatever. But, like... There were so many times when we were there on last Friday where there were lights on the screen yeah. for like a good amount of time, not just like three seconds, like, oh, I did it real quick, let me turn it off. Like, just people being straight up asshats. Or just people being like, I, ha- I, don't, I don't know how to work them. Well, then before you go, familiarize yourself with how your headlights work mm-hmm. so you know how to work them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... It's just considerate, and it's inconvenient for everybody else if you don't know how to. It's considerate if you know how to work them. So just read up on the rules and make sure you know what the rules are yourself and how to work your own car before you come to a drive-in. Yeah, and because the movie did start 45 minutes or or so late, we did not get to stay for Top Gun because that would have put us not getting home until about 4 a.m., and that was just a little bit too late for us. And we were both tired because I had been up since 7. Well, since earlier than that, since like 6. Um, Jeff says that he was up when I left for work. But I'm pretty sure he was still snoring when I left. I wasn't. But the, the movies were supposed to start at 8.50. They didn't start until like 9.30. And then you had to sit through the PSA and coming attractions. And then each movie was about two hours or so long. So, as it was, the first movie wrapped up around midnight, and we ended up getting home around 1. And then they have, like, a 20-minute intermission between Mm -hmm. the movies, so that's more time. So, that's where we figured out, like, 
hey, yes, it's closer. It's only about an hour away from home. It's closer than any other drive-in that we go to. But since it started late, since these movies are so long, since there's an intermission, we're not going to get home till like, 4 in the morning. And then we had plans to get up early the next morning. So yeah, like, like, we would have literally gotten maybe two or three hours of sleep, and that's if we had fallen asleep right away. And as it was, Jeff was very sleepy behind the wheel, which is never a good thing. You should never drive while you're tired. Yeah, but... Um, Especially if you're by yourself. If we had not had uh, plans the next morning, maybe we would have stayed and watched the, yeah. the whole thing again. Yeah, because the snack bar did have coffee, so I could have had that, and I could have driven home. Yeah, so, but we had plans the next morning, so we only got to watch the one movie. And sadly, like, we both wanted to see both movies. I had said that. Yeah. But out of the two of them, we both wanted to see Top Gun more. And didn't even get to see it. And didn't get to. Um, Jurassic World was okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. Like, it wasn't great. It wasn't as good as the originals or even the first remake with Chris Pratt or whatever it is, the continuation. Um, I don't know. It, I'd give it, like, how many stars do people give? Is it four or five? Four stars. Four stars. I'd give it, like, two. Peach gives it two stars. How many stars would you give it? Uh, I'd give it about a three. Yeah. It was it was all right. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm very sad that we didn't get to see Top Gun. Yeah, I mean, because now we're gonna have to either see it somewhere else or wait until it streams somewhere. But like, it's a Paramount movie, so it's probably gonna be on Paramount Plus, and we don't have Paramount Plus, so. So I don't know. Maybe we need to look into getting it that. It sucks that we paid for like you know, a movie like we are priced to see two movies, and we only got to watch one. That's the downside of Jersey anyway because the sun does set fairly late around 9 9 well like between 8 30 and 9 30 roughly in the summer and so they can't start showing the movie until like the sun is completely set because mm. if it's even like dusky out you're not going to see the picture that well the sun was down they could have started it when it was supposed to start because the sun set at like 8 30 that night they were just going around because a lot of people had their headlights on. It, like They were going around telling people to turn them off or trying to figure out how to shut people's lights off. I think they were dealing with a lot of that. Mm. And then the person next to us, their battery died. And yeah. they came and they have... And most of the drive-ins that we've been to are very helpful when it comes to that. They'll say, hey, we have jumper cables. We'll jump you if your battery dies. That's the one thing about going to the drive-in. You have to listen to the car, I mean, the movie through your car stereo. So you have to keep it on the auxiliary accessory uh, thing. And sometimes it does drain your battery. It's not, it shouldn't for most regular working cars that are in, the batteries are in good shape and everything's working, the alternator is working. It shouldn't kill your battery. But uh, they had a portable uh, jump start machine and they did it. A jump pack. Uh, They did do it, but the, guy didn't really leave his let his card run that long afterwards and then used it to listen to the movie and then it, i think it died again as mm-hmm. we were leaving they were trying to start it again and it was dead again so and it's a shame too because it seemed like they were on a relatively new-ish like date like maybe not a first date but like they it, he seemed very embarrassed by it i don't know but we um we left there and went home, and mm-hmm. we got some sleep, and then we mm-hmm. woke up the next morning, and we went and had breakfast. 
at Lucille's Country Kitchen. Or Country Cooking. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Maybe Country Cooking, Country Kitchen. Yeah, it's, um, what is it? Is it in Tuckerton? No, I don't know what is exactly considered. Uh, it's down near LBI. Um, not on the island, but like. It's considered. Well, this says Barnegat, but I don't okay. think it's Barnegat. I don't know what well, it says that's on what their Google says. on their shirt. But we've talked about them before. They have the Jersey Devil statue outside of it. Um, Jeff's parents used to go there and used to take his uh, nephew there and stuff. But neither of us had ever been, so we wanted to go have breakfast there, and we got breakfast. I got an omelet, and what'd you get? I got biscuits and sausage gravy and home fries, mm -hmm. and that was very delicious. Yeah, my omelet was very tasty. Uh, I wanted to get a shirt. They have shirts there that say, I ate with the Jersey Devil, because they have the Jersey Devil. If they're in the Pine Barrens, they have the Jersey Devil statue out front, but they're cash only, or Venmo, or check, uh, which is weird. But, so, we I didn't have cash on me. Uh, or we, checks. Or checks. <laughs> I meant to bring checks. We had talked about this before we went. I'm like, I'm going to bring a check. And then I didn't bring a you check. You didn't bring a check. So, I do have Venmo. Um, so, I Venmoed. And it was funny because the whole reason, not the whole reason, but one of the reasons we wanted to go was Jeff had sent me a, um, one of their Instagram posts a couple of weeks ago of these delicious looking sticky buns and um i was like oh i want one so while i did get an omelet i got a sticky bun to go and i had my hands full because after i got done venmoing i just like picked up my phone and my wallet and my car key were we in my car no we were in my car oh i, I had no, my we were in your car yeah we were in your car yeah and my car key and my sunglasses so, like my hands were full and I just assumed, and I know they say you shouldn't assume anything, that Jeff grabbed my sticky bun that was wrapped up on the shouldn't table. Assume. We got like a mile down the road and um, realized we didn't I have was like, it. oh, did you grab my sticky bun? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it was on the table. My hands were full. I thought you grabbed it. So we had to turn around and go back and Jeff ran in and grabbed it for me. And, they um, were like, oh, we were just about to message you. Yeah, and they messaged me on Venmo, and they are like, hey, you left your sticky bun. I was like, oh, I liked it. And I was like, thank you. Um, Got but, that. Went to uh, a liquor store near there because I wanted to get some Narragansett Dell's Rhode Island hard iced tea because it's my favorite hard iced tea. And it's summertime, so it's been, what are you doing? Sorry. I'm playing with your boobs. No, like, I'm peeling a bit. Playing with your nipples like that guy in the pool. No, I was not doing that. Um, For sure, it was not. So I went on there. I would ask them on Instagram when it was coming out in places in New Jersey. And they're like, the best way was going to the beer finder. So I did that. And I saw that it was going to be a place right near where we were going. And it said they had it. So went there, looked for it. Couldn't find it at first because I was looking in the hard tea section. But it was next to the Narragansett regular beer. Yeah, I go up and ask. And Jeff, like, hates when I do it. But he didn't stop me this time. I think that's, that's because I knew that you were going to be away. And that I could still have time to find it before you found somebody. <laughs> which was what happened. I it's found exactly it before. exactly what happened. Yeah, and she was like, oh, I think it's over here. And she, like, walked right to where it was. And sure enough, um, there, there was nothing on the shelf. No, it and, was in the cooler. And Jeff's like... I already got I it. I yelled. I was like, I already got it. I had like two six packs of tall cans in my hands. 
Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got it. I wanted to buy more because it's seriously my favorite hard iced tea. It's so good. Just gives him wicked heartburn. Yeah, that's the only problem with it. And most iced tea, hard iced tea products and like iced tea, like sweet tea, vodkas and stuff like that, they all give me super heartburn, but they're just so tasty. And, yeah, so uh, Jeff uh, grabbed me a, is it a six pack? Six or pack. A six pack of the, um, what is it, Cape May Brewing's Hard Lemonade. Yep. Because I, I do like a hard lemonade every now and then. Not Mike's though, I don't like their, it, I don't like the taste of theirs. It's not like Kyle's Killer Lemonade. Who's Kyle? I don't know, that's just what they talk about in Superbad. So I, I think they're just like mimic or mocking Mike's hard lemonade. Like, oh. oh, Kyle's killer lemonade. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, we got that. We we're gonna go. I'm like, oh, because we had saw something driving to down this road to the liquor store. It said like East Jersey or something, and I was like, what the fuck does that sign say about East Jersey? And I'm like, oh, well, maybe if we go back this way. But the 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 GPS was gonna have us go another way. But that way was all backed up with beach traffic going down the shore for the weekend the on a Friday. Bennies. So we we're like, well, fuck it. We're not going down that way. We don't need to go down that way. We can just go back the way we came. And now we'll get to see this sign we were talking about, what we were wondering about, because we'll just beat all this traffic and go back the way we came from. Mm-hmm. And there won't be any traffic that way because nobody's going that way. Mm-hmm. So we went down there and we saw like a sign for like a... Um, like a little historic something or other. Yeah, it was... Uh, Cedar Bridge, because uh, I saw a thing that said about like Cedar Bridge historic whatever, and then there was like a little sign saying that, and it's uh, affair at Cedar Bridge uh, happened in December at December twenty seventh of seventeen eighty two. There's like a sign out front of this long uh, dirt road to the place, but it says after searching several days for the notorious Captain John Bacon, Captain Richard Shreve of the Burlington County Light Horse. And Captain Edward Thomas of the Nansfield Militia stopped with their men to refresh themselves near here at the Cedar Bridge Tavern. Bacon and his band of loyalists surprised the militia and blocked their escape. As the militia gained the advantage, they were fired upon unexpectedly by the party of locals who came to Bacon's aid and provided a diversion that allowed Bacon to escape. Among the patriots, one was killed... Four were wounded, and four loyalists were also wounded, including Captain Bacon. So, this whole thing happened at this tavern, and, uh, so you drive down this long dirt road. And, like, long. Like, so long, we were, like, second-guessing if there was even anything down there. We're like, go past it? Yeah. And there were some, like, giant divots and potholes, so you kind of had to, like, be kind of... I don't know, creative in your driving. And then, um, so these signs, this long dirt road had some of these signs too, where it says East New Jersey and West New Jersey. Apparently it was surveyed, the Lawrence Line, surveyed in 1743 by John Lawrence, crossing surveyed by the Ocean County Engineering Department in 2016. So apparently, like, they just kind of cut New Jersey in half and... On one side is East New Jersey, and on the other side is West New Jersey. So where we live would be West New Jersey. Mm. Um, And it has a little star saying, you are here, where we took the picture of the sign, and we'll post that. Um, So it was like, this, right where we were, was like, right on the border of like, East and West. 
New Jersey. Um, so, drove down that road, got to, like, the tavern building. It's, like, run by, like, the county and, like, the guest the parks department. We got out. We walked around a bit. There's, like, some, um, what would you call them? Like, plaques. Plaques. Like, little things that you read and has pictures and tells you a little bit about history. And they have these all placed around outside. We walked around outside. They had some bathrooms, but they were locked. And then there was, like, a, um, I don't know what you'd call them. Like, a parks uh, security guy. Yeah. Uh, he's very nice. She asked about the bathroom. He said, oh, there's one inside you can use because the inside of the tavern's open. You can go inside the tavern. We were like, oh, it's open? <laughs> yeah, so um, we went inside the tavern. They have all this stuff, like really cool stuff about history and like the, the event that took place there and just, you know, times back then and living in that period and signs about uh, the, the person that owned it before it was turned in so it's only been like around for about 10 years that you could go in and they had it like so you could tour it before then it was owned by like a private guy that had owned it since the 70s yeah his name was rudolph uh caning or coning i don't know how you pronounce it his last name is pronounced i mean spelled k-o-e-n-i-g um he lived there for 53 years like he bought it um and then he lived there from 1959 to 2012 in January is when he died. Uh, he died on my birthday, sadly. Uh, that's what it says. Um, he uh, he lived there for 53 years. He was a de- dedicated recluse. Um, he allegedly moved from Tuckerton, New Jersey in 1959 to this place because the town had too many people and the town at that time had 1,536 people and that was too many for him so he moved to that place he worked as a union electrician for Atlantic City Electric he was a 60 year member of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers he loved to listen to national public radio Um, he's credited for the remarkable preservation of the Cedar Bridge Tavern when other Pinelands taverns were destroyed by forest fires or vandalism uh, he re- remembered an automobile engine block was sitting on the historic bar when he bought the property. So, um, he earned the Br- Bronze Star for his service in World War II in the Philippines. Um, and he renovated Cedar Bridge Tavern. He installed indoor plumbing, central heating, and a new kitchen. He constructed the front porch around 1969 from Atlantic White Cedar grown on his land. He installed a sauna, a hydro-massage bathtub, and a bidet. By 1977, he had used gallons of varnish on his floors, furniture, and cabinets. Um, He devised a passive solar system uh, that heated nearly 100 containers of water during the sunlight and then cycled the warm air into his living space at night. He planted and maintained a large garden. He made fish and frog ponds of old boats and hot tubs. He was an expert on local birds and maintained feeders for hummingbirds, among others. Um, so, if not for him, this place probably wouldn't have survived as long as it has and been here today for you to go visit or for us to visit. Mm-hmm. So, it doesn't look anything like what he renovated it to because now it's been taken back to like the period then since now. I don't know 
how he came across buying it in the first place back in 1959. I don't know how that, that switched hands to him. I want to look more into that. I, and I also don't know what happened like when he died, like if it was in his will or something that it would revert to the county or something, but like maybe in his will, like it's stated, like you have to maintain it as a museum. Like mm-hmm. it has to, you can't just knock it down. You can't use it for something else. It has to be here as part of a learning experience mm-hmm. or like to uh, maintain his history, you know, preserve history. So I don't know if that's how it went. I, f- I think that's probably how it went. So it was just a really cool place to check out. We walked all around it. Um, we want to come back some, go back sometime. They do a reenactment every December. So I said it was on the 27th. That's what, two days after Christmas. Mm -hmm. So if they do it on the exact day that it happened, they'll do it then. Uh, We want to bring Killian back there because we think that he would really like it. Um, So that was a fun time. Peach broke the bathroom. I did not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did not. She upper decked it. I did not. And just ruined it. I did not. Very loud, slamming doors and such. Oh my god, yes. Okay, so I did slam the door, but that was not my fault. It was a pocket door, and when I went to shut it, it like caught and like slammed hard. Um, one of the one of the rooms made her feel uneasy. Upstairs yeah, made me like very uncomfortable. But um, we left there with you know plans to come back at some point during the fall, and and to check it out again during the enactment to try to get there to see what how, you know what happens during that yeah um then we went to go swimming and there was a place near there where we went swimming there's this old um restaurant and pub it was kind of like considered a dive bar but it's called sleepy hollow restaurant and pub and i always remember seeing it as long as i can remember going down uh to where we work and been going down there for years and I think I had been in it once. I vaguely remember being in it once for some reason. But I know I went in there and I was like, oh, I'm in this place finally. And it wasn't really anything great. But um, I can't, I couldn't even tell you what the inside looked like. I can't remember. Um, but we drove past it and I was like, it doesn't look like that place is open anymore. Like the sign was gone uh, that was near the road. It, there's like not didn't look like it was maintained it just it looked vacant or mm-hmm. like just looked like it was not it open. looked very run down yeah so i was like uh but also it didn't really look far from what it looked like when it was open but like it just had gave off this vibe of like this place isn't open anymore mm-hmm. and i was like oh that's really fucking sad and because i always thought it was cool that it was named sleepy hollow even though i don't know why it was like these are things that we talked about afterwards like i always want to know what the derivation is of people who name things sleepy hollow what? How'd you know, like, about that word? I don't know. Because you said it that day, and I had to look it up because I had never heard it before. Because I, I, I was a smart person. Mm. Um, you trying to say something? I was trying to say, use a gummy head. You gotta look it up. Well, that's how you learn things. Okay, bull. Um, wow, you're an asshole. <laughs> uh, but I want to know why they... Because it has something to do with Sleepy Hollow. Some, again, well, you couldn't just name something like that. Like, oh, I just named it that for the hell of it. Because it has to have some connection. Because that's And we a, know it does because it's well, got yes. an etched window I was getting to that. of the Headless Horseman chasing Ichabod Crane. Um, so it's not just like, oh, I like the name Sleepy Hollow. Well, it's, he's not chasing. It's just the Headless Horseman. It's like a tree branch with like the moon and clouds. 
and there's now oh, this horseman. I'm thinking of something else. The horseman, like the horse is up on its back legs, and the horseman's on the back. It's a really cool window. So like, if this place isn't open, I want to be like, can I just have your window? We'll buy like it. I don't want it to go to like if they knock that place down, that window's just gonna get busted, and it's, that sucks because it's a really cool window. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just always want to know why people decided to name it. Like I guess they were fans, that's why. Because even if somebody names something something and it doesn't have anything to do with that, but Sleepy Hollow is a very specific name and it has a very specific connotation to it, and like it it definitely makes you think of that when you hear it. Like, you can't be like, oh, I just named it that because I like, I like the name Sleepy Hollow. Like, and they obviously are fans because they have this window, or they were fans. But, um, it's just very sad, and it's very sad to think that, like, this window is going to get, like, lost to demolition eventually. Or time, some asshole just comes along and, and breaks, breaks it. Yeah, that'll suck too. But it's like, I can't just go there and, like, you know, remove this window. I don't know how that's, one number one, that's, like, against the law, I would imagine. And number two, I wouldn't even know how to go about, like, trying to remove... And it's a big window as, as well. Yeah. So I don't even know what the fuck I'd do with it, but I just don't want it to, like... <laughs> Put go. it on our house. <laughs> yeah, well, if we had a house. Yeah. Like, hey, can you just install this window somewhere? Um, but that was very sad to see. There's also, uh, near there, there's a house that's been in Weird New Jersey, which is a magazine we've talked about before. And uh, a series of books now for different states. Uh, there's this house that has a chair on the top of the roof. It's like a, a Victorian house esque house. It's very tall and slender as it gets to the top. And there's just a chair sitting up there. And um there's a story behind the chair. Um but when this time we drove past it there was two birds perched up there on the chair. Turkey vultures. Turkey vultures. Um so yeah, it's the Chair House. If you go on Weird New Jersey's website, it's the Chair House of Route 9. And uh, it's an oddly shaped house located on Route 9 south in the little town of West Creek, part of Eagles Woods Township, um, that has passerby scratching their heads in wonder for the past 75 years or so. Uh, but it's not the strange shape of the four-story home with its steeple-like tower and pagoda-like roofing it's what's on top that has always inspired people's curiosity. Uh, 67 feet up in the air, atop the flat square space of the, the roof, uh, the very pinnacle of the house, sits a lone chair. It's not a fancy chair, it's just a regular chair. Uh, it's been up there for longer than anyone can really remember and has inspired a number of tall tales for its explanation. One local legend says that it was used during the Revolutionary War as a lookout post to spy advancing redcoat troops. Another uh, yarn says that it was a surveillance vantage point to monitor rum runners on Little Egg Harbor Bay. Some locals know it as the punishment chair because they say a former resident would use it to discipline their unruly children by banishing them to sit in the chair until they were ready to behave themselves. Holy shit. Uh, but the most common and widely told legend about the chair is without a doubt the one that tells of a ship's a ship captain's wife who would sit on the high perch, keeping a silent vigil, watching for her sign of her husband's return. Um, all of the fanciful fables make great stories, though of course none of them are true. The truth about the chair house, as it has become known, is perhaps not as romantic as the lore. 
Um, the home actually has a long and colorful history that has a pretty humble beginning. The structure didn't start out there either, um, or even as a house. Uh, well, not a house for people. It was, it was a, it was built as a hollow housing around a standpipe that pumped drinking water from an artesian well in the town of Holgate, which is located across the bay from West Creek on Long Beach Island. It was built around the year 1887, but by the early 20th century it had gone in abandoned and was in disrepair. The building would remain in its dilapidated state for the next 30 years until a Swedish immigrant named Albert Lindholm decided to purchase it and move it to where it is now. Uh, he dismantled the structure by cutting it into sections and then transported it via a barge and an old wooden bridge across the bay reassembling it in West Creek sometime around 1936. The chair first appeared atop the house sometime around 1940, originally placed there by Lindholm as a joke. A flagpole painter by trade, he was by no means afraid of heights, and it was said that he was always looking for new thrills and potential practical jokes to pull. Lindholm and his family lived in the house and ran a gas station in front of it on the main street. The chair started attracting people's attention right off uh, right off the bat and Lindholm found that his little joke was great for business as the gawkers were all potential customers and he played it for all it was worth everyone who asked him why the chair was up there got a different far-fetched story as an answer <laughs> Lindholm would occasionally change the color of the chair painting it in the brightest hues he could find to garner as much visibility as possible at one point he even painted it uh, with fluorescent paint so that it would glow in the dark and passersby could enjoy the sight of it at night as well as during the daytime, but he soon abandoned the idea after realizing the image of a ghostly floating chair in the sky unsettled some folks and was becoming a traffic hazard. <laughs> the chair was not the only odd feature that Lindholm, Lindholm added to the house. He also made the basement bomb-proof to protect his family should America be attacked from the, abroad. When the Second World War broke out, uh, Lindholm, always the adventurer, joined the Merchant Marines. Um, he died of a heart attack in 1947 at the age of 62. His wife continued to live in the house until 1959, then moved to Pennsylvania where she died that same year. Uh, the next people to own the chair house were Henry Tiska and his wife Anne, who purchased the home around 1970 and continued the chair tradition. Tiska, a former ship-bottom building inspector and tax assessor, specialized in restoring old homes, so the new residents seemed a perfect fit for him. The couple also grew vegetables in the backyard, which they sold from a little farm stand, which can still be seen today in front of the house. Mr. Tiska happily took on the mantle of keeper of the chair and worked hard to maintain the seat and to replace it with a new chair whenever it became too deteriorated from the exposure to the elements. To do this, he devised an intricate and perilous system of ladders that ascended the outside of the steeple, which were anchored in place with ropes. He would climb the to the pinnacle of the house using this precarious method until he was well into his 70s. Wow. In 1982, he began dressing a life-size human dummy as Santa and seating it in the chair during the Christmas season. I I've seen that. I, I don't think I've ever or seen Or I've seen that. pictures of that. Uh, I'd like to see pictures of that. I guess it is a little screwy to put a thing like that up there, he once told a local paper, but thank God you have people like us that will do it. 
I think he's a nut, and so do the neighbors, Anne said in the same 1982 interview, but when he makes his mind up to do something, he does it. I think he enjoys every minute of it. The next owners of the chair house would be Phil and Susan Ward, who also vowed to keep West Creek's weirdest tradition alive. The Wards purchased the house from the estate of Henry Tiska and have replaced the chair many times since then. The only, they only last about two years, Susan Ward told uh, Weird New Jersey when they interviewed uh, them. On a recent visit, she says she was once offered a more weatherproof chair by her brother-in-law, who was the mayor of the town, but she declined because she thought it would be too heavy and possibly hurt someone if it came flying off the roof. Hmm. The wards usually just grab old chairs off the street from local people's trash heaps when they need a replacement. Few of the tr original owners would ever guess that their discarded furniture had reached such a lofty perch. Fortunately, the wards happen to own the Greenwood Tree Service, so replacing the chairs is not nearly the death-defying endeavor it once was, thanks to the company's cherry picker bucket truck. These days, the ward's son Nathan owns the chair house. He used to live in it with his wife before he bought it from his parents and converted it into office space for Greenwood Tree Service. Nathan told them that after the last chair blew off the roof in a storm a few years back, locals became quite upset at the sight of the chairless chair house. The loss of their time-honored town landmark didn't sit well with them, and many actually started dropping off their own chairs in hopes that they could help replace it. But fear not, for a new chair has now replaced the old one and is firmly affixed and bolted down. Nathan, who says one of his foremen installed the current chair, admits that he hasn't been up there in a long time and has never actually sat in the chair himself. Naturally, we asked him if, if he would so that we could snap a picture. Would I sit in it, he asked himself, pausing briefly to ponder the possibility. Heights don't bother me. I would definitely sit in it, but first we have to put a new roof up there. You can bet we are in New Jersey. We'll be there to witness it when Nathan says he's ready to take that seat. Um, so that was an article from an excerpt of the Weird New Jersey magazine. I don't know when this article was from. Uh, I think like a couple years ago doesn't have a date on it but some comments on the article were from two years ago uh or more so two years is the longest um so yeah about two years ago is when this article happened so i guess it's still the same person that owns it i guess it's just office space now for their tree company but that's a pretty um cool story cool thing uh always saw i didn't know that full story I always saw the chair up there and drove past the house. I didn't really quite know what the story was behind it. So, yep, saw that. We went swimming. Um, we went I... to a place we said we weren't going to go to for a while. Because <laughs> <laughs> we never stick to our words. No. Um, I also was very dumb, and I burned the crap out of my legs. Yeah, Peach always thinks that she's so good at tanning. She wants to lay out in the sun. She puts on her tanning lotions and... Well, I bought, I bought new tan amplifier that's from Australia called Fox Tan, and it's supposed to, like, bring out the tan quickly so you don't have to be out in the sun for was a long time. Was that the stuff time. that sparkled? Yeah. The stuff she was so happy oh my about. Gosh. I'm sparkling. I'm shimmering. It was, it smells like a watermelon Jolly Rancher. It makes you glitter like you're Edward Cullen, and it's, oh, it was so pretty, like, and it helps so you burn. pretty. Well, 
I don't think that's what burned me. I think when we got back out of the pool the last time and I was sitting there talking to this girl, um, I could feel my skin getting very hot, my chest, my thighs, my stomach, and I didn't put any more sunblock on me and I didn't like hurry up and like wrap up the conversation. Like we sat out in the sun for like an hour between, I think it was like three to four, four to five excuse me, and my legs were lobster red. My chest was lobster Lobster. red. My stomach was red. It was terrible. And we had planned on going swimming again on Sunday. And Jeff is like, well, you ruined that. And I was like, no, it'll be fine because I'm not going to lay out. I'm going to put actual like sunscreen on and not the spray, like sunscreen lotion well, we did go swimming again. We stayed in the shade. We didn't sit out and in the sun. And we, like, hung out in the pool in the shade, like, the shadier area of the pool. And I did not get sunburnt. And we reapplied sunscreen three times. Well, th- we put it on three different times. Quite a bit. And um, the water, I think, actually did, in fact, help it because my legs were less red the next day. So, um... But, Yeah. Yep, that's about it for this episode. Uh, got a holiday weekend coming up. Uh, why are you looking at me for? Was there something else that I missed? I don't know. You like shot to that real quick. Because well, we're at a hundred, an hour and forty-four minutes. Oh wow, yeah. That chair oh, story took up a bunch of time. Oh, it's already ten thirty. I hate you. Yeah. Wow. So, holiday weekend coming up, Fourth uh, of July. Uh, Not really much to fucking celebrate. No, since you know, country's a bunch. of buttholes or at least the supreme court is but we won't get into that because you don't come here for that and then we're not going to rant about politics or whatever but mm. we just know we don't agree with it and if you don't like that that's no uterus you. no opinion and fucking asshat people in the supreme court should not be making rules for the mass populace it's bullshit so not much of a celebration going on but it is a holiday weekend nonetheless We've got sort of plans. We got plans to well, go over to my mom's. Supposed to be shitty weather the whole yeah. weekend, at least here. Uh, thunderstorms and such. Because even Mother Nature's not happy. At least here, yeah. I'm sure it'll be nice other places. Um, but yeah, not doing really much Friday. There's some fireworks near here on Friday. Yeah, and it sucks because Fourth of July is one of my favorite holidays because I love fireworks and. I don't even know if I want to go watch them. I'm just very upset with the people that are controlling our country right now. Well, I'm still going to go see some fireworks because I like fireworks. So, whatevs. Um, It's not going to change anything. You're not going to see some fireworks. It just makes me sad. So, um, we have some patriotic pawpaw cider to drink this did weekend. Did we talk about that we saw it but didn't get yeah. it? Yeah, because we but talked we did about get what it. a pawpaw is. Yeah, we did get it. Yeah, we talked about a pawpaw and how unappetizing it looked. Yeah. Fucking um, gross. But we did get some. We're going to drink it this weekend, so that'll be on the next episode. We'll tell you what we thought about that um, and whatever happens this weekend, and we'll be back next weekend. So what it seems like now is that we're just going to be dropping episodes on Wednesdays. Wednesday to Wednesday. Because that just seems. I to thought work we out. were recording. Are you put posting putting this, this right up as soon as I record? As soon as all we're those done. fine editing skills. Yep, because we don't really edit. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, so there's really nothing to edit. We're super professional. 
We're not. We're just we just leave in all our people. shit. Okay. Well, it's been great. It's been great, guys. It's fucking hot. I want great the fan guns. on and I want to go to sleep. Okay. We'll see you next week. Or next talk- week. Bye. Bye. Begin spiel. Hi, Peach here. Want to check us out on social media? On Facebook and Instagram, we're at Pumpkin and Peach Podcast. We're even on Twitter now, too, at Pumpkin and Peach Pod. Interested in checking out our business? On Facebook and Instagram, Ugly Mugs Inc. In any of the bios will be our link tree, and you can get to any of those locations. If you want to collab or sponsor up with us, um, if you're local, if you want us to come to a place, your place of business, and try something and review it on the podcast, we'll be more than happy to do that. If you're not local, you can send us stuff, and we'll talk about it and review it on the podcast. And then, who knows what could happen from there? Please write a review for us. It really helps us out. Also, depending on whatever platform you're listening to us on, like or subscribe. It'll help you because you'll know when new episodes drop, and it helps us grow our presence. End spiel!